All right. Hi again. Welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondren. Welcome to another exciting podcast and another exciting episode of Vondren Legal Hour. Okay. This podcast today, this is, as always, general legal information only and not legal advice or a substitute for legal advice. But I'm going to give you some of my top tips being in the intellectual property trenches here and particularly in copyright law, some of the biggest risks I see for brokers and agents and what you can do about it. So this may be on the hidden topic uh, uh, radar for you. It may be on I don't care topic. You may be on like, eh, I kind of already think I already kind of know it uh, area. But let's test your knowledge anyway. I'll try to keep this as short as I can. I know you're all busy out there getting your listings. So let's talk about this, okay? So I've got it down to what I consider the top 10. I've added an, uh, an 11th area just because I think it's something you all need to be aware of. Um, but let's take a look, if I can, if I get my page up here. I just had it. There it is. Okay. It's being a little finicky. My blog's being a little finicky today. So, all right. So we are talking about the top 10 areas. Without further ado, let's just get right into it here. Real estate broker. Number one, remodeling photos. This is um, a big one. And this can have to do with um, sometimes brokers doing their own jobs or, you know, people working on their own houses kind of thing. And they're out there using remodeling photos. Um, kind of in a rush. You're saying, well, I'm remodeling the kitchen and I want everyone to see what it's going to look like. And I just can't wait. I want to show them this is what, this is what we're aiming for. And you find a, you find an image on Google or somewhere else. And you think it you don't see a copyright symbol. There doesn't have to be a copyright symbol. And you decide, Hey, maybe I'll just go ahead and use this. Who's going to find me? I'm just a tiny little blog here. And bingo. Next thing you know, you're getting an infringement letter from a firm, and next thing you know, somebody's demanding thousands of dollars for a photo infringement case. Yes, that's what happens in my world, folks. Okay, um, so let's take a look. So that's one pictures on your websites, and also check your agent websites. This is something that I think is important as well. A lot of brokers that I know will allow their agents to have their own site, which is fine. But making sure they are un- they understand are properly trained. They understand copyright law and they understand the implications of it. I mean, you know, nobody wants to spend two, three, four, five, ten grand or more on a photo, on a photo infringement settlement. Yes, it does happen. So you got to be very careful. Make sure your agents are aware of what's going on. If you need some help, you know, maybe we can set up a webcast or something, a low flat rate fee webcast where I can share my information with your team, okay? Um, so that's uh, pictures on your websites and agent sites. Uh, number two, videos and other content you're using in your YouTube channel. So I see more and more brokers now using YouTube things and they want to take little clips, video clips, or they want to take somebody else's photo. They're, they're good at video editing and they, they put the photo in there. Again, same thing. Uh, brokers, agents, You got to make sure you're being creative or if you have your own internal creation department that they're creating the content, that you're documenting it, that you're creating the content, that this is yours. This is intellectual property of the company. This can be a valuable uh, part of the company is is your your copyrights. Um, Another question, are you registering your copyrights? 
um, in order to actually file lawsuits nowadays, um, about four, five, six months ago, the fourth estate case came out and said, you want to file lawsuits now, you got you to gotta register your copyrights. So thinking about registering your photos, you can register them in groups and save some money. I'm going to talk about that in another video, not going there today. Bookmark us here for future reference. And in particular, you may want to check out my YouTube channel, attorneystevevideos.com. That's attorneystevevideos.com. Lots of good stuff there. Okay, so your videos and your YouTube, make sure you're using creative stuff. Um, three, uh, marketing materials. This can include your PDF, your listings, um, things that you're passing around on the internet to other brokers, uh, other broker listings, marketing materials, aerial photos, okay? Where are you getting those aerial photos, okay? Again, those can be subject to copyright of a photographer that's working for a living, trying to make money on their aerials. So look at that. Look at your content closely. The broker should always be involved in reviewing all advertisement before it goes out and ask the simple question, where'd you get this picture? Where'd you get this photo? Where'd you get this font? Um, ask those questions. Document it. Proof of purchase. Document it. Create a folder for all your stuff. Licenses. So when somebody comes knocking, you can say, I've got my license right here. We paid for this. Get out of my face. Well, you wouldn't say that quite mean. Anyway, so that's number three. Four. Another thing. Podcasts. More and more people are using podcasts. Some people say the world is turning to podcasts. I'm on a podcast right now. Um, so, But some people will use big music intros. They'll use, some people will put commercials in there, uh, beats and tunes and loops and all kinds of things. Same diff. Make sure it's copyrighted. Make sure they're copyrighted content, okay? Um, number five on my list is right of publicity. If you're using models celebrities or other things um, on your website, think about the term right of publicity. California has a very strong right of publicity law. You do not need to be a celebrity to take advantage of the law. There is a provision for attorney fees if you're using somebody's photo for marketing and business purposes. And um, I have a video out on that. Google Attorney Steve Right of Publicity if you need to learn more about that. But you need to clear these photos, okay? You need to make sure you're not using someone's photo without their permission and your marketing materials, brochures, websites, you name it, okay? Um, num that's number five. Number six, cutting and pasting. This is where you're, you're, somebody's going, you know, I want to write all about Beverly Hills or I want to write all about San Francisco, but I don't want to take the time to do it. And this website really talk, talks about it really nicely. I'm just going to cut and paste off Travel Advisor and put it in there and it looks real nice and it looked like I did it. Again, you, this can lead to problems. There are people that are checking for plagiarism, okay? They're looking for this type of copying. And in some cases, websites can be copyrighted. So in some cases, you may be violating somebody's copyright by taking down their uh, cutting and pasting just to, because you're trying to cut time. So don't do that. Number seven, here's another one. Um, startup companies, okay? You, you say, well, I don't have much money for a logo. I think I'm going to go buy one on Fiverr because they're five bucks, maybe 10 or 20. 
they upsell me a little bit. But so you buy this photo, you get no guarantees. Somebody, you know, somebody doesn't give you any guarantee that they're independently creating this. Next thing you know, somebody finds your beautiful logo after you've created all these folders and websites and you've branded yourself on all your social media sites, you're ready to go. And then someone sends you a cease and desist letter, demand letter, demanding money, saying you're using my photo. And you say, what? I bought it on Fiverr. I bought it on Fiverr. What? 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 No, you have to buy, make sure that everything you're getting is cleared. Okay. It's a bold new world now. It's a brave new world. You got to make sure you're getting these clearances. You got to make sure things are being created, documented, and so forth and so on. Okay. So that's another one. Um, stock photos. Okay. This is for the, the guy like me. I buy stock photos. Okay. I have two different sites that I use. I buy them. I don't want any hassle. Um, two of the sites will actually indemnify me if I have a problem. They'll, they'll take care of the problem. So I like that. It helps me sleep good at night. Okay. Um, but there's a new thing that I came across the other day is every now and then you'll, you'll go to choose a photo and it'll come up editorial photo and you'll say, Oh, well, wait a second, editorial. I'm not like a news media company or anything. So when you read it and you say, oh, editorial photo, I have to use this for editorial purposes like a newspaper would. And if I'm not using it for that purpose, I could be deemed an infringer exceeding the scope of the license. Okay, so it's very, very uh, careful. Even when you're paying for your licenses, make sure you know what your proper uses are. Okay, lots of times you'll get a standard license Standard license will tell you, yes, you can put it on your website, you can do this, you can do that. You cannot put it on a, a can of beans and sell a million can of beans, though. So you've got to know what your license says, okay? Another potential trap for the unwary. Number nine, this is another internal copyright problem. You get some licenses. I don't care what kind of product it is. You know what I mean. And you get a certain amount of product that you get to use. Maybe you get five seats. Um, you get five rights to use a software on five seats. And then you're oversharing, over copying, over installing. That can be a big problem. I just, I mean, I, I can't even tell you guys. I know these sometimes seem like really little things, but I see really big settlements in this area, settlements that would crush most companies. So make sure you're reading the terms of your software, that you're not overusing it, that you're not getting a little bit greedy thinking no one's going to find out. Trust me, it's not worth it. Pay for your software. And number 10, your marketing department is using unlicensed fonts. So they've downloaded these fonts. They say, hey, they're free for 10 days or free for unlimited use if it's non-commercial. And then you're using it for your brochures, your signs, things like that. Again, another hidden hidden legal issue in the copyright world. Okay, Your fonts, download them, pay for them. They're usually very inexpensive. Keep yourself out of trouble. Um, finally, using old MLS photos on your listing. Sometimes you just you get lazy and you say, well, I don't have time to go out there and do the photo shoot. I don't even have a nice camera. I'll just pick the photos that the last agent used. I'll cut and paste them, make them look good, and, and then I'll put them on my website. Okay, well, the other agent took the photos. So you either want to get their permission or you want to get up, go out, get a cup of coffee, and go take your own pictures, okay? So those are the top 10 things, the top 10 areas to think about in copyright law from the perspective of a copyright lawyer here in California. 
And the final issue I'm just going to highlight you on now, I'm not going to get into it, but just for you guys to be thinking and looking into, you want to make sure you're top, top compliance. There is your real estate website, ADA compliant, American with Disabilities Act. There's a lot of new litigation coming out in this area. It's changing. Um, I'm not going to go into that now, but I am going to put together some of the cases and I'm going to do another video on this. So make sure you subscribe to our channel and also subscribe to attorneystevevideos.com so you can stay updated on that. But lots of compliance issues. It's not hard if you keep your eye, if you keep your eye on the ball and keep things on your radar, keep your receipts for at least, I'd keep them for at least four years, okay? Just as a minimum. But uh, there you have it. I hope that's been helpful. If you like this, make sure to follow us on our podcast and our real estate channel in particular. But thank you guys all for listening. Attorney Steve, I'm a former real estate broker myself from Arizona and California, licensed practice law in Arizona and California. And this has been the copyright litigation update, copyright liability. Have a great day now. Go forth and conquer. Make your dreams come true, okay? Build your turf. Bye now.